Rebounds, Alexander. Shabbat for three. Bang! Oh! Oh, get it for the win. Got it! He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. Yes! The Magic, a 360 turn with the dribble. Magic down the middle. Gives underneath the Worthy. Slam dunk. Third in the corner. Double fake. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Dime Dropper 2022 NBA Finals postgame recaps. Tonight was game four of the 2022 Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. As you see, before we get started, actually, please make sure to subscribe on YouTube at Dime Dropper Podcast, Apple Podcast, follow us on Spotify, and of course, to follow us on all social media platforms at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dime Dropper Pod. As you can see, welcoming... Well, I'm welcoming, welcoming him back for the first time since the last round. My man, Oh the Great. I think this is your first time coming on after a C's loss. Steph Curry, maybe the best finals game of his career tonight. What's your thoughts? Steph Clown tonight. Thank you, Dime Dropper. Finally back. What up, Dime Dropper squad? How y'all living? Oh, the Great is in the building. High off the glass. Yo, we fresh off a of game four. Uh, man, it feels good to be back. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Miami, uh, cold, uh, Celtics did blow it. Man, I, it's been a while, man. I don't even know if I was on with you. I think I was on with you in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Eastern Conference Finals, definitely. Yeah, I think we did one, but yeah, man, it feels good to be back. Uh, Steph, he balled his ass off. You know what I'm saying? He he did what he was supposed to do. He had um, one of those trademark games that people were saying that he hasn't had in the finals yet, and he had it. So, you know, kudos to him. Uh, more importantly, the C still could have gotten this win. They could have gotten this win even with him, uh, you know, having 43 and, and, and playing out of his mind. I'm impressed with the 10 boards from him. Like that, you know, the, the, the 43 points is tight, but you got 10 boards out of it. So I think that's pretty fresh. You never see that from Steph. But, I, you know, the C still blew it in, in my estimation. I'm pissed off at JT and JB. Entirely too many threes, you know, late in the game, but we'll go over that. But, you know, Steph played his ass off, man. He was good. Yeah, let's talk about, I guess, the start of the game. Stephen Curry started out hitting, and I think that they saw the favorable. By the way, we saw an adjustment tonight for the Warriors. Otto Porter Jr. starting in place of Kavon Looney, clearly to get more shooting out there and not have two non-shooting threats with Draymond and Looney out there at the same time. In the first quarter, with a lot of missed shots for both sides, but Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins were the guys for the Warriors that were putting the ball in the bucket. Andrew Wiggins, a couple step backs, nice takes to the basket and hitting some threes. And Steph knew that besides or Horford and Time Lord are going to go into the drop coverage, but everyone else is going to switch on to him. And he was taking advantage of that drop. 12 points with any separation he got. Uh, 12 points in the first quarter, taking advantage of any separation he got in that first. What were your thoughts from the C's perspective? Because I was looking at this game more from a Warriors fan perspective because they had to win. Mm -hmm. So what were you thinking? Of course, I love the start. I mean, we I think we jumped out. Um, but I know they went on a 7-0 run um, to start start off the game. They were hot. Uh, they were aggressive. They were what we needed them to do. Um, you know, they they started small, you know, putting uh, putting uh, Otto at the uh, five, like you said. I think that was a mistake. We were taking advantage of that. And then we kind of stopped taking advantage of it, which uh, which I thought was really stupid. And then Time Lord, Time Lord had a great block on Steph. Uh, you know, C started, they started very strong, but then they, um, but then they let up, you know, they let up in the, in the first quarter, which I didn't understand, 
you know, Dre gets two early fouls, like, because that's, I mean, that's literally all Draymond can really give them now at this point. I mean, in the, in the fourth quarter, he played, he played a little bit better, but he cannot give them points. He cannot get, you know, a whole lot of, a whole lot of, he can't block any shots. He's not going to steal the ball like he used to. It's just a whole lot of, ah, 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 ah. it's a lot of that from him. It's a lot of, you know, yapping and trying to get you off your game. If you don't pay attention to it, you, you know, he's, he's a non-factor, but you know, I just didn't like the way they, um, <clears throat> the way they lit up, but they did pound the paint. But they no, and that was the problem. They didn't pound the paint, and they had, and that was their advantage. They didn't pound the paint at all. But Steph heated up. You know, Dubs. They started off uh, what zero and five from three point, and then after that, they went like on a five. They went five for six from three, and that was mostly from Steph. So, you know, they they did their thing in the um, in, in the first quarter coming back because we had, and that's the thing that that, uh, that really upset me. We could have went up by at least fifteen points in that first quarter, but they didn't pound the paint like they should have as the Celtics. Yeah, and. You know, I thought Jalen Brown was pretty solid throughout the night, at least for you guys. He's had a really solid series. Second quarter, though, the Jason Tatum struggles really stood out to me. He was missing shots that he's made the entire series. They were even – so tonight, Nemanja Bielitsa even played nine minutes for the Warriors off the bench, and they were comfortable switching Bielitsa on to Tatum. And Tatum got by him a couple of times but just didn't hit, was turning the ball over a bit. And Jordan put, Poole was also torching in that drop coverage a little bit, too. Uh, so I, he had a much better game. Yes. I don't mean to cut you off, too. I'm sorry, too. But uh, with the, the reason why they put Bellalita on him because they had smaller defenders on JT, and JT was scoring over them. But those aren't shots that JT has been making all finals. He's been missing those shots a lot of finals. Go back to game one where he played horrendous. You know, the only thing he did good in uh, game one was he had a lot of uh, – he had 13 assists. What tied uh, uh, Celtics uh, Celtics players all time for most assists in your first final finals game ever he shot horrendously so th th that's the thing i was uh, talking to a family member uh, my brother earlier today like who's been a better um uh, uh finals mvp so far is it jb or jt i give the slight edge to jb because he hasn't had a, a a bad scoring game like uh what is it jt had in game one but again jb with only 21 points today we needed way more from him that's definitely not enough not what i think he was nine of 18 uh, uh shooting no that wasn't good Nine of nineteen. I'm sorry. Yeah, and so any thoughts though on the on the first half as a whole though before we go into the second because the first half was pretty even on both sides, forty nine to I believe was it fifty four you guys were winning, <clears throat> yeah forty nine to fifty four Celtics at the half despite Jason Tatum not having the best shooting night you guys were in charge Clay Thompson I thought took some questionable shots in the first half and. Oh, yeah. You just, it, it was just kind of like what if Clay needs to get going kind of thing, but oh he, man. He yeah. was he was questionable uh, throughout. You can see he was trying to force uh, uh, force his shot, even though he didn't have it. But he did hit some crucial shots that they needed in the fourth. But, dude, I broke it down. I had uh, notes for the second quarter as well because I know you like to go by a quarter. For one thing I noticed in the first quarter, though, Dubs line up with Steph, um, uh, what it, Looney, Otto, Poole, and Glove, you know, Glove Jr. I think that they have the best defense. I think that was a good de defensive lineup for them. And at first, pool was closed. You know, pool was locked down, man. There was the pool was not open at all. Nobody could go swim. That dude was a lockdown who to whoever switched on him or was a garden uh, a Jordan. But you know, he started to do his thing in the second half. He still needs more points. I think he only finished with like fourteen. How many points did uh, did Jordan Pool finish with? Eighteen. 
I think it was 14, 14. Yeah, like he, he still needs to finish with more points. But JT and Steph were tied at 12 points, you know, in, in the first. Like JT played played good, you know, uh, in the first quarter. Lucky big shot for Poole on time, Lord. I don't know how he made that. In the second quarter, uh, you know, nobody could score at first. You know, it was, it was uh, great D, you know, on both sides. And then uh, Poole drains a big three in transition which um, I was shocked to see him pull because he hadn't – I ain't seen him do it since the Western Conference final, and he made it. And then uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Kerr was pissed off that uh, – what is it? Uh, Peyton Pritchard uh, had, had, that, had that travel, and uh, they – they, uh, it was really – he thought it was a travel, and it, but they but they called it a foul. It was really a travel. So, you know, Kerr was right. I mean, he got that T on that, so that helped us. But then, you know, that huge scoop layup by JB on Dre. I was proud of in the first half how JB played Draymond Green. He did not back down, just like he did in, in the last game, just like in game three. He did not back down. He did not fall in, uh, fall for his words. He didn't go for that crap. Excuse me real quick. You good? He, thank you, sir. He didn't let Dre, like, you know, knock him off his square or get in his mind. He didn't go for none of that crap. Dude just went at him in the first half. So that's one thing I was proud about with JB. And then, I feel you on that. Yeah, season went on that uh, season went on a run. It was 39-39, and then it went on a seven zero run. And then the, the young guns looked like they were, you know, they were actually helping. Uh, um, what is it, Steph, in the second quarter? But then <laughs> they kind of quieted up. <laughs> they kind of slowed that down. Yeah, and second second half, you know, the theme of this series has been third quarter Warriors. You thought they were going to do something in the third quarter, but it actually wasn't. It was the Celtics that made the first little hit in that third quarter. Uh, Draymond Green's flaws, though, came out more than any quarter in the third. It was actually right. ridiculous. Right. They are right. treating him like that kid. Bro, I tweeted about this, but they're treating him like right. that kid at YMCA. That's right. like the last the last person to sign up that his mom makes him sign up, and he's never played before, and like nobody Man. wants to pass the ball. Man, bro, straight up. Literally, straight like, up. they don't want to pass the ball. And at Dude. one point, he was he took one three, I believe. I remember him taking one, but he may have taken more because I didn't watch the first quarter. He mm. took two threes. Mm. He was one for seven. And at times he started getting Ben Simmons like he got the ball right around the basket and didn't even go up with it. He, and did. he wasn't doing anything really on defense to yes. to counter that. So right. it was getting out of this. I had I was like, Kerr, you gotta take his ass out. Dude, it was he and, and, and Steve, uh, I think he finally did. But the he thing did. that was so crazy about it. Like dime, he's like right at the cup, and he's passing. He's steadily passing the ball and making like, like these little quick little dime passes, which is cool. But you're closer to the cup. Like, why aren't you? Why aren't you scared? Like, you know, for it's like to me, you know what? When I when I was looking at it, I was thinking he was scared to go to the free throw line and be out there isolated, where the fans could just rain down and say whatever the hell they wanted and do whatever they wanted to him. And I think he was kind of scared of that because. <clears throat> Excuse me. Those shots that he was missing, and those shots that he was passing up right there towards the cup in the paint, I, I, I didn't get it. It baffled me. It baffled me. But they came out. They came out strong in the in the fourth. Man, like nobody could score in the. I'm sorry, in the third quarter after halftime. Like they, it was it was tough. Absolutely, um, Steph Curry. You continue to see his brilliance, man. He was hitting threes, moving without the ball, but a lot of screen and roll and. What do you think of your defensive strategy? You know, with Al Horford and Rob playing the drop coverage, it's been getting burned by Steph. You've limited other people in ways, but Andrew Wiggins was going tonight. And even though Time Lord gets some really good blocks and he had some great closeouts and he really covers a lot of ground and his rebounding was unbelievable tonight. And 
offensive rebounds at times. But what do you think of that defensive strategy? And would you continue with it if you're the Celtics? Or would you just start blitzing Steph next game? Yes, I, I don't mind uh, 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 our bigs being in a drop. I really don't. Okay. Our, our it's taking Draymond out of the series completely. Because if you if you start blitzing him, then Draymond's <clears throat> going to get to make his four-on-three reads and have a little bit more. Exactly. Exactly. And, and even though, but but I would even give him a, a, a give that up to Dre at this point because I don't think Dre could really score down there because yeah. he might he might have a mental thing that he's dealing with. But he's he's not going to have that in, go, in San Fran. When they go back home Monday, he's going to if they if they want to give that up and start you know stepping up on the defense, he will have those lanes and he'll probably he won't be scared of San Fran. But I like them falling back. The the problem is our wing players and your initial defenders that are supposed to help to support the bigs. They're just letting them blow past. Them. They're not keeping the defenders in front of them. They're letting they're letting Poole go past them. They're letting Steph go past them. And Poole has been ice like not ice. I don't want to say ice cold, but he hasn't been too dependable this entire series. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, He's not no somebody doubt. you have to really worry about in this whole series. So why is he why is he beating y'all now? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't understand that. Like Poole, you keep Poole in his place. You keep Poole as a other as a bench player, and you remind him, "Hey, man, you're not a starter. You're not a star in this league yet. You're not that good." You let you keep that on, keep that in his mind. If you let that dude go off, or think he can go off, he'll go off on you. Like you got to watch out on that. Yeah. And so going into the fourth quarter, you know, by the way, the Warriors did end up outscoring you guys in the third, thirty to twenty-four. Jason Tatum. This is when he started just. You started to see a lot of turnovers from him, mm-hmm. losing the ball, and he started looking fatigued. There was even one time in the first half he had a small on it. I think it was Curry, actually, maybe in the mm-hmm. post, and he was giving him the right turnaround over the right shoulder, but he didn't go to it, didn't want to go to it, kept trying to go over that left shoulder, and he right. had a couple of turnovers, man. And 30-24, uh, to 24, the Warriors outscored you guys in the third, Ooh. which set us up for a really good fourth quarter. You guys, I'm trying to think. Hold on, hold on. Seven, yeah. Before you go to fourth, though, I got some third Before. quarter notes yeah, because you, you, you're right about that. It was our offense on the in the third two dime. I didn't understand it. It got slow. It got really slow. They just played slow. They were still able to score, like, but but it was just slow. It, it, it was slow. It looked stagnant. But the defense is what, what kept us in the game. Uh, it was back and forth. It was like a heavyweight bout. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Glove Junior. He gives up a three. Uh, he gives up a a, a a wide open three that he had, but he saw Steph running towards him, so he just leaves the ball there for Steph. Yeah, Steph yeah, the real guy. Yeah, walked away, and Steph just you know grabbed it and took a quick little three. That was that was a really good play by him. Clay is cold though, you know. Clay is still cold in that third. He's not really helping out too much. What is it? Fourteen in the third. Like Steph had fourteen just in the third. So you know, but not much help from teammates. But you know, he kind of balled. What else did I have in the third? Uh, Dub's not helping Steph. Dre can't score. C's are up 71-67, but, you know, <laughs> uh, the, y'all wouldn't – not y'all because <laughs> they're definitely not your team. They said Warriors went on a run, and then we went to the fourth quarter. Yeah, so fourth quarter, man. I was honestly thinking – my friend and I were watching the game, and we were thinking you guys were going to win because the Warriors haven't been good mm-hmm. in fourth quarters, and they've had trouble with it. And I thought you guys were going to ride the home crowd, but it really ended up being that you guys, I think only scored six points in the last seven and a half minutes, something like that. Only ended up scoring 19 points in the fourth. And the funny part is you guys held Steph to two for six in the quarter, but not only did he make one huge shot, it was a fall away over Derek White. It was just unbelievable. But Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, they he got the help he needed in that fourth quarter. Clay Thompson hit a big three, and I think it was – was it a big mid-range in the beginning to start the quarter? 
Uh, I remember I uh, what I what I remember the, uh, the four starting off was threes, just threes from uh, from uh, from uh, Golden State and uh, Boston. Yeah, Derek White made the, the first basket of the third for the fourth quarter was Derek White on a three from a Jason Tatum pass, but then Jordan right. Poole would pull up mid range, yep. and then Jason Tatum made a step back three. And yep. I don't think after that, I don't even know if JT even had yeah, another field goal after had that. Another th- he had another three after that, but what what I liked was when Bella Lisa came in, you know, he he, he starts the fourth because they wanted to put a bigger body on JT. You know, he missed the easy three, so I thought, you know, him being out there was a mistake, but then it was that one. Only, only field goal of the quarter, by the way. I checked. Yeah, for, for JB, for, for JT. JT. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it was one possession where uh, Bella Lisa was uh, uh, D'ing up JB at the top of the key, and it looked like he stripped him. But JB did the, did the ball handling thing again, where the same thing, issues he had in the Eastern Conference Final. He dribbled the ball off his damn foot, off the back of his heel, and Belalisa grabbed it and, you know, takes off for a fast break, you know. And he gets a foul off a ball he that he knocks out of bounds because it went off of his uh, off his, his bottom of his, uh, of his arm. Like, it was, you know, it was horrible, man. It was, you know, things started to go, the momentum started to go, uh, what is it? Uh, Warriors way. It almost looked like the way game one looked for us where we, you know, all our momentum started going our way in the fourth. You know, we started to do our thing. Same thing happened for dubs in the fourth, a fourth quarter of this game. Yeah. So right. Steph Curry, man, I thought you guys did a solid job. Okay. So the third, the three pointer that clay made to tie the game at 84 at the 10 minute mark was uh, his first basket of the quarter. Wow. Which no, that's not a big deal. It was, it was at the ten minute mark, so that was only two minutes into it. Oh, but God. yeah, but JB, you know, came back with some tough finishes after that, man. And you right. guys took a four Very point tough. lead. It was actually six consecutive points for the Celtics, right. and it put you guys up ninety to eighty six. And the Warriors called a timeout with seven and a half to go. How are you feeling at this moment? Because in my opinion, it felt like you guys were gonna kind of ride at home. My friends started saying three one because yeah. you guys went through cold spells, but the Warriors. Yeah. They just yeah. didn't have enough offensively other than Curry at this time. And I was like, man, Curry's just not going to have enough help, it seems. Okay, this is how I looked at the series. Uh, by the way, too, I'm trying to uh, – <clears throat> I'm only throwing this in because it, it's relevant to what we're talking about. Had had my watch party for game one. It was awesome. Uh, the venue, they loved it. Uh, they want to have another one for game uh, for another game in the series. The de- hours that they're open would be game six, which is Thursday. The way my math had it, the way I had it figured out for my season, I had season six anyway, and I had them either I had them winning. No, I'm sorry, I had them uh, losing this game tonight, and then winning Monday in San Fran, and then winning again in uh, in Beantown to take the whole thing. But then late before the game started, thinking about it more. I, I kind of changed my mind. So I'm like, okay, they're going to win tonight because say uh, 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 um, the dubs still haven't helped Steph. Steph is, Steph is somewhat hurt. You know, we, he, he injured himself, even though we know he could still play off of that, but I don't think that they'll have enough to win tonight after, after that great law, that devastating loss that they took game three. So I got, Boston winning tonight. I had that before the game started. When they started that run in the first half, I, I, I felt good about it. When they played bad, I'm like, okay, still a lot of game. They could still do it. And at that point where you're talking, yes, I 1,000% thought that Boston was going to be able to hold on and win this game. And then my prophecy would have came true. Lose Monday, 
win Thursday. But now they got to win two straight games. But anyway, yes, I definitely thought they would win that win at that point when he called that timeout. And then Time Lord, uh, what is it? He should have came out. Should have came out of the game. Dime. You see this dude laboring up the court at like with the at the three twenty five mark. Why he is not coming out of the game, and so he could just get some rest. Rest his, rest, his, rest his knees and maybe come back in, in the last minute of the game. I don't know why Emei did not take a timeout earlier because that's when Golden State started to make their run. So that kind of pissed me off. But yeah, there was a uh, that was that was he sh- he should have came out of the game. Should have called a timeout a hell of a lot earlier. You were worried about injury? I, with, with Time Lord, hell yeah, Time Lord's been hurt this whole damn playoff. I feel you, but it's, like if you win this game, you go up three one. That's huge. I mean, if any time to risk it for the biscuit, this is it. You got an option. No, this is not the no? time you risk it for the biscuit. This is not a game seven. <laughs> this is not a game seven. Dude, this is you game, may not see a game seven. Game of four. Okay. Well, Dude, this is game four at home, and you're up in the series. No, <laughs> it's you. You're, you're you're best. Marcus Smart is depoy. We know Marcus Smart is deep boy, but our best defensive player, Time Lord, and the one and the one that the league is scared of, he's hurt. He should have rested. Yeah, no, I I feel that I feel that. So you guys ended up going up by five. Uh, Clay Thompson came back with another big bucket, and then you started seeing the struggles of Jason Tatum and the offensive struggles of the Celtics. Man, so you saw the Warriors switching a lot. And they were Clay Thompson, by the way, stepped up his defense a lot in the fourth quarter. I thought he did a great job staying in front of Jalen best he could. Andrew Wiggins on Jason Tatum. They were, I thought they were settling a little bit, but also kind of, you know, turning the ball over when it came to Tatum. Give me your thoughts on the Celtic offense. The last whole seven minutes, Jason Tatum. I mean, he hasn't had a great series and tonight, I mean, you, you could say he's not having a very good series after tonight. Cause this was a tough game for him. Eight for 23 from the field. He did shoot well from deep four for eight, but 23 points, 11 rebounds, six assists and six turnovers. It's just, it's just not what you want to see from him. But I'm giving your thoughts on the Celtic offense and crunch time. I'll tell you what it is. Uh, 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 was it three simple words, uh, too many threes. That's, that's all it was. It was just entirely too many threes. They shot themselves out of the game, even though it's like, it's crazy. It's like they're, it's live by the three, die by, die by the three. And that's what people used to say about the Warriors. You know, what is it? Uh, almost 10 years ago when, when, when they started to do their thing, but the Warriors also knew when to go to the cup. They also knew when to do that shit. So why don't the Celtics know how to do that? Like, yeah, you're, you're kicking ass in the, when you start when you start a game, you hit a bunch of threes. You're kicking ass when you start a quarter or the fourth quarter and you hit a bunch of threes. When it's late in game and shit gets tight and you're not hitting those threes, go to the fucking cup. Like, it was nice when Al, you know, missed, missed two straight threes, but then took that one and then I think he cut it to, I think it was like 93, 96 at that point when he hit that three. Or it was like 90, it might have been 90, 93. When Al uh, made that that corner three, do you remember that one? Uh, I don't remember. I don't see Al making a a three made, in, in this quarter, but I see Marcus Smart yeah. making a three to make it ninety four to ninety. Okay, Mark, Al, well, yeah. Al, Al had one late in the fourth, though. He had he had one late in the fourth, but he was missing too much. It was just they You're just, right. Al Horford had one to make it one hundred to ninety seven with a minute and a half left, though. There it is, one hundred to ninety seven. He cut it to three. It was just. It was just disturbing, man. It's just how bad it it, it it to me. You know what it looked like? It almost looked like it almost looked as bad as the offense that they had early in the season, dime before January, before they made their turn. Like that panic. Let's just you know we're we're scared right now. We're desperate. We're about to lose this game. What can we do? And you're not even down by that much. 
you're down by three and you're jacking up threes. Like, it just didn't make any sense. I, I got to give Draymond his props, though. He couldn't score, of course, but he made crucial plays on defense to get yeah, the Yeah, he win had some plays in the end when he came back in the game after Kerr sit him. And it, made, it was a good decision to sit him. The Warriors got better looks at that time, in my opinion. Definitely did. Definitely did. So um, I give him his props. Like, that's that's the type of player Draymond is. Uh, that's the type of player that, you know, that, that Dennis Rodman was when he played. You know, if they're not going to give you points, they can give you other things that help you win the game. And that's what the hell he did. So I, I give him props on that. But this is all Celtics. Like, they choked this shit away. They choked it away. It was sad. The, the Jays played like crap late in the game. They played like absolute crap. Um, Let's – what. So when we talk about the other contributors for Golden State, one guy is Andrew Wiggins, who was awesome on the glass tonight, just yeah. everywhere, both defensive and offensive glass, playing great defense, big offensive rebound to cut it and finish to put it, make it a one-point game, 91-90 with just under six minutes to go. Right. As I said, you guys ended with a Marcus Smart three-up, a Jason Tatum dime to put you guys back up four. And then Andrew Wiggins came back and scored again on another offensive rebound, and then Clay hit the go-ahead three, to make it 95-94. So Clay Thompson, big time fourth quarter. I believe that's eight points in the fourth for him. And I thought Kevon Looney made some big defensive plays, including blocking Marcus Smart. I thought he was pretty good at that and the end of the game run that he had. But JB, what about him? You think he do you think he had any fault in the close as well? He did. I mean, he wasn't uh he wasn't aggressive enough. He wasn't aggressive all game. He only had two free throw attempts. Um, you know, he only yeah, two he only went to the free throw line once. Uh, you know, two attempts was one uh, one for one. You know, couldn't yeah, even make both of them. You go, one, you're, one, for, oh, one for two. You mean? <clears throat> yeah, one for two. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you're um, you're a superstar in this league and it's the NBA Finals, how are you only going to the free throw line once? You know, yeah. that, that's just that's just disgusting. I think um, I know he tweaked his ankle on uh, tweaked his foot on somebody when he was uh, somebody's foot when he was coming down. I forget whose it was. Maybe that slowed him down. But I don't, his his lack of aggression is uh, another reason why they lost this game. It's just bad shooting all around. Like, you know, this is a team effort on how y'all blew this. It wasn't just the Jays. It was Al jacking up bad threes and not not going to the cup and not not trying to be aggressive. It was it was smart. Like, late in the game, like, I didn't understand this. What I, got, I, I broke this down. This really pissed me off. With 228 left in the game, why the hell is Marcus Smart taking two, two three-point shots in one possession? I remember like, that. He, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, they shoot the three, he shoots it, misses it, they get the board, they kick it right back to him, and he shoots another one. Like, y'all can't set up a fucking play. Like, what the hell is that? Two With 228 left, he, he's jacking up two threes in one fucking possession, and he's not one of the Jays. The only people I want to see do that is Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, not Marcus Smart. Like, damn, we've been over this. Like, I don't, I don't. And one, one of the guys, too, or one of the moments that – so Steph only had two made field goals in the fourth quarter. And one of those was because you guys were over the drop coverage, Time Lord actually switched on to him and he blew by him easily and got to the elbow for a floater. Right. That put, yeah, that made it a three point game, 97, 94. And that goes to right before what you were saying. Um, he was hurt. He, could, he couldn't defend it. Time couldn't yeah. do shit with it because he was hurt. He couldn't stay. And, that, and Horford came in for him right after that. So. Mm-hmm. And then Draymond came in for pool. This is at the three minute 41 mark. So then Draymond played the last three minutes and 41. Well, ironic, but anyway, <laughs> or fitting, I should say. But anyway, and that goes to the two threes that Marcus Smart missed that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then 
Steph Curry made the big three over Derek White, a contested one to make it 194 with a minute 42 left. You guys called timeout, and that just felt like the the dagger, really. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. as you said, Horford came back and hit the three, and then but Draymond got an offensive rebound. When you talk about those big plays at the end, Draymond getting an offensive rebound, and then Kevon Looney scored off of it. That made it 102-97, and then Jalen lost the ball on the sideline. And after mm-hmm. that, I knew the game was over. So right, yeah. In, in, in games like that, dime when it's like that nip and tuck and that close, whoever gets to a hundred first is usually the winner. It, that's just that's just I test will tell you that if, if if you can look at some analytics, I want I put money on it that that's the case. Whoever gets to a hundred first is usually going to win that. Lawler's game. law. You're talking about Lawler's law. First to hundred wins. Whatever the I didn't know there was a title for it. Whatever and that the, is. No, the Clippers announcer used to have a thing. The longtime play-by-play man, Ralph Lawler, first oh, hundred wins. It's the law. Yeah, that's funny <laughs> that you said that. Yeah, every game you say it. Yeah, and he's 100% right. I believe that shit. So it's just like, you know, that's kind of how it is. And plus, again, Boston was not – oh, I just I just don't understand this, man. Like, we've been over this. Like, when you I, – I brought this play up before, man. This is just pure just Celtic fan frustration right here. I'll bring this play up before. I brought it up before. Game one, Easter Sunday – uh, Nets versus in Boston when when it was a, it was a game winning play when uh, Smart had the ball instead of jacking up a bad three he does a little shuttle pass off the JT JT spins on Kyrie lays it up they win the freaking game like I thought we've learned hey let's not take bad threes late in games let's move the ball you're the Celtics like that's that's like what his historically the Celtics were always great at in 86 when they were like one of the greatest teams ever and nobody and nobody could see them not even the uh, uh, the Lakers in uh, the Lakers their whole, wow, the Lakers. Really? Yeah, they were the, they were the Lakers in the 80s they were the Lakers okay, in the okay, 80s, okay. You know, yeah. Lakers in the 70s 80s they were the Lakers but seventies only got one ring though. Two thousands, they're more Lakers than than seventies. It's Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain, and Jerry in the logo. Like, Kobe Bryant and Shaq, man. Kobe Bryant. Gotta respect it because I do. Right I do. Right. Anyway, keep going. Kobe and Shaq. But <laughs> I know what you're saying. But it's just like you can't. Um, oh fudge! You took me off my thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, no, okay. But I was talking about the. Uh, but yeah, moving the ball. Uh, the Celtics, exactly. The Celtics' whole mantra of it on that '86 team. Rick Carlisle talks about it. Like they didn't even have set plays for real. He says we just moved the ball. Like whoever was open, we just cut people. Joke. That, like that's how they played. That's where they did the shit. They moved that's without what, the ball though, too. That exactly. 86. That's what the Lakers were so. That's what the Celtics were so good in the '80s. Why weren't the C's doing that today? No movement without the ball. No ball movement late in that game. Bad threes. Stagnant offense. Like settling. Just settling. Just just basically doing what the dubs needed them to do for them to win that game. We need them to settle to take bad threes. So please settle. Okay, thank you. Brick, let's go back down. Fast break. You guys, I think you guys don't usually move well without the ball, though, in my opinion. Normally, you're pretty stag- You're pretty stagnant. I think a lot of teams are, though, man. You think you move without the ball? I think the Warriors are the only team that really moves out the ball that well. I think oh, a lot they, of NBA today is stagnant to me off the ball. They move. Now, look, we're not Reggie Miller, okay, uh, uh, running, running off that ball. We're not, the, we're not the Dubs running off that ball. But when the ball is moving, people are moving. You know, That's true. you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We're not just they're switching everything and they're making you play ISO. And and they were doing a good job staying in front of the ball. So the ball movement wasn't happening on the penetration and kick. To be honest with you, it, I like that kind of ball for us because most ISOs, we have the advantage. 
we have the advantage in most ISOs uh, against this team. So I don't mind that. It's, it's, it's just, again, they weren't taking advantage of it. When they would get it, what would they do? Jack up a three. You're right. They were settling for sure. Maybe that's a sign of fatigue, maybe. I mean, the, Probably Jason, so. Well, I'm looking at the stat lines now. The Warriors win at 107-97. Look at the Celtics first. They played an eight-man rotation, the same mm-hmm. eight. Peyton Pritchard only played 10 minutes tonight, one point, 0 for 2. Mm-hmm. And then Grant mm-hmm. Williams only played 13, three points, one for 2. Derek White, though, played 36 minutes, 16 points, four for 12, three for five from three, but five for five from the line. Any thoughts on his performance? Three turnovers? I love um, I love Derek White for us. Um, I just think tonight, I just think it wasn't enough. He was – he looked – usually Derek White uh, uh, plays great defense, and sometimes he looks like he's getting cooked by whoever whoever he's guarding. Like, it looked mm-hmm. like they're, they're getting in his ass, and he's all, he's on the ground, and he's shaking them off him, da 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 But on the offensive end, he's a, he's able to exact revenge because he's able to score on them on the offensive end. You may have just bur- burnt me down there, or I may have just was extra aggressive, and I reached, and you got around me. But I try on defense, so I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't want to. I'm not gonna apologize for him doing that. But then on the offensive end, he's able to give it back to him. Tonight he couldn't do that. Like tonight he went on offense. He only had 16 points in, a, in four or 12 shooting. You know, that's shitty. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just he was always on his heels on defense. He couldn't. He didn't. He didn't get the steals he normally does. He didn't make the. Uh, uh, um, you know the what is it? Stepping into passive lanes that he normally does, he didn't make, make, make the uh, um, he didn't draw the fouls that he usually does. Like Derek Derek White is like low key, but draw fouls for us like damn a, a deep boy does, like Smart does. You know what I'm saying? Like he can draw fouls. He's great at it. None of that tonight. None of that. He was he was a step slow, and maybe it is injury. I don't know what the hell it is, but I know one thing: you can't choke. The, this is the same shit that people were saying in the ECF, like when, when they beat when they beat the Miami Cold. You can't do that shit that you did against the cold to, uh, and that you did against the Bucks, or that you, you didn't do it against the Nets because you, you know what to do. You can't choke away games against these against these these Warriors. I mean, they're, they're champions for a reason. Like, you can't do that. I feel you on that. And then we go and to the Boston. Yeah. Right. Go to the bench. Like, we, we use no, no – like nobody hardly played off our off of our bench in the in the uh the bench players that we did go to, nobody really got minutes except for Derek White. It's like Derek White is the only player that he may trust off of our bench, and that's sad. I I think Tice should get a little more run. He could do something. You think so? I feel like they got to take a part and roll. No, I, I I put I put him out here. I put him out there. He's somewhat def- decent on defense, and his size his size will help. Instead of who though, or just in, just add it nine man. Uh, because you guys did play heavy minutes tonight. Like Al Horford, 28 minutes. He didn't play that heavy. Yeah. Eight points, six rebounds, four assists, two for six. You're going to need a little more. All his shots were threes. I would yeah. – uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I would force Tice down their throat when, when Time Lord needs a blow. And I would limit Time Lord's minutes. I'm definitely going to limit his minutes somewhat in this next game. But I would force Tice down their fucking throat. I would make it work. I, I just okay. would. I don't okay. think he would get burned on pick and rolls. And then the, the other four guys – Time Lord, 31 minutes. I thought he was really good, though. Seven points, 12 rebounds, four assists, a steal and two blocks on three-for-three three shooting, especially the first half. He was really good to me. And then the other three guys all played 40-plus minutes. Smart, 18 points, four rebounds, five assists, four steals, two turnovers, seven for 18 from the field, and three for nine from deep. Thoughts on his performance? Uh, on on Smart? Yeah. I, I have something on deep point, but I want to go back to Rob Will. I don't understand yeah. what it is, too. Why do you just stop with the alley you play with him? 
Why do you stop with it? It's not like it's not like they're able to well, stop. Well, they're switching, it. man. They're switching a lot more. Okay, but even on the switch, I still think that you could you could get that off because who's going to jump up there and stop him from getting that ball? Who's going to yeah. pressure him off the block so he can't get he can't jump? Like nobody's going to stop him from getting in the air. So it's still run that. Like I give him that and. The lob is very spontaneous, though, an alley oop, especially in the half court offense, bro. Like it's oh. like you got to get the step to get a clean pass off as the as the ball handler, and then he, I don't know. He, I mean, I don't know if you just jump over the top of a guy like a Kavon Looney, like I, I, I stand think, well, with no separation, with no separation on a Draymond kid. Look, that's that's Time Lord's athletic gift. That's why his knees are shot now. The board, the man can jump out of the gym. That's what I noticed about him when I saw him in summer league. We drafted him, I think it was uh, 17. I think it was 17 or 18 when we drafted him. In that summer league on NBA TV, dude was jumping out of the gym. It was ridiculous. Like, blocking everybody's shot, yamming on everybody, going up and down the floor, running the break. Like, he was sick. I think he could do that. He could He could just straight up, right. you could just vertical jump over Dray, uh, Draymond for that. Kavan probably maybe not to be a little bit, a little bit uh, harder, but he could yeah, a little bit harder. But he can get up higher than him. But more points for him, seven points, seven points for uh, for, for Time Lord. And we and I don't understand why they they're so scared to let him score on the low block. Like give this man the ball on the low block and let him do something. Jump hook a little something, a, a baseline jumper, some damn thing. Like I, I, he can hit it. I've seen him do it. I feel you on that. And then, so anything on smart though? Deep point was great. Um, again, I just wish, how many did he have for free throws? Cause I have it right here. Yeah, uh, one for one. So again, you guys got to the line 19 times, made 14 of them. Was it not only, that great? But he only made, went to the lane. Like, how do you go to the line 19 times, only make 14? That's sad as fuck. But then how do. One missed by Pritchard, one missed by Jalen, one missed by Time Lord, and then mm. two by Tatum. Three for five. He's got to make at least four of those i don't that's another thing jb and uh, jt this this final um i know their their free throw percentage is, is lower than than their playoff uh thus far because the, 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 they have missed easy free throws uh this playoff but with depoy how are you only going to the basket one time well how is not that going to the basket it's like going to the line one time how are you going to the line one time like yeah. like like Depoy, they can't stop you. Your aggression is what moves this team. You're our Draymond. You know what I'm saying? So when you don't go and when you're not aggressive, you know, we, we're stagnant and we don't go. And you being aggressive is not taking bad threes. You being aggressive is driving and kicking, driving and trying to score. Like I I I need him going to the cup more. You know, I like I, his his game was decent tonight, but it wasn't enough. I need him going to the cup. Um so not so not good enough is what I'm hearing. Yeah. And then Jalen Brown, 40 minutes played, 21 oh. points, six rebounds, two assists, two turnovers, nine for 19 from the field, two for six from deep. Played well but didn't close. Jason Tatum, 23 points, 11 rebounds, six assists, three blocks, six turnovers, mm. eight for 23 from the field, four for eight from deep. Mm. This game could really come back to bite you guys, man, because – Game seven on the road is very hard to win in the finals. Like, I would not – that's why I have Warriors in seven. So, to me, game five is a must win because you didn't win tonight. And Jason Tatum – Oh, whoa, tonight. slow down. Whoa, you got dubs in seven? I thought you had us. You had us before I had dubs in seven, man. Oh, you had us before the series I think you started. guys are the better – you, you, like you guys are looking like the better team. But um, right now it's looking like, dude, Tatum can't beat himself here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to give credit to the Warrior defense. But right he's now Tatum is beating himself for you guys. He's your best player. The fact that we're talking about Jalen Brown winning finals MVP 
is not it's honestly not a big deal if you guys were winning comfortably but it's not a good thing because that means tatum is not playing up to the standard that we've expected him and seen him play in this in this playoff so last thoughts on the yeah, I, dis- I disagree. I, I think really? um, I think JB us winning games and JB B- JB being Finals MVP is not a bad thing because no, but right now it's two two. It's not you're not up in the series anymore. I know, like, I get it. To- but- yeah. I get it, but this is the thing, man. I don't all um everybody that wants to make uh like J JT the the absolute leader of this team and the superstar of this team, y'all really do a discredit to J- uh, uh, Jalen Brown when y'all do that because he's right there. You know what I'm saying? He's right there with JT, if not better at times. So I don't mind either one of them trying to, you know, being finals MVP. And then JB being finals MVP does not take anything away from JT. And if, if you were to ask him, he'd tell you as much. I'm so glad that, again, Brad Stevens was smart enough not to trade one of these dudes like everybody named Mama who claimed to know basketball said they're not going to work together. They're not going to be able to play together. Da, 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 da. Me and uh, what is it? Kennedy Jet Smith and a couple other uh, basketball folks that got some got some common damn sense realized that these two were going to be great. They played like crap tonight uh, late in the game and throughout. And I don't think uh, to me. JT has not been a finals MVP so far. I can mess around and see this finals MVP being Steph Steph's in a loss. And we are not going to no game seven. We are, we are not going to no game seven. Uh, it's not going to happen like that. We are. I, well, I'll, I'll give you when you ask for my what's going to happen. I'll tell you it then. But yeah, that's what I think about their game. They 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 need to step up. Not enough from them at all. So from the field tonight, forty percent from the field for the Celtics, but thirty nine and a half from three. So that's crazy that you shot decently from three until the fourth, I guess. Mm-hmm. For the Warriors. They shot 12 for 15 from the foul line. Steph Curry got robbed of a couple four-point plays tonight. I'm not going to lie. Uh, he did. He did. That's true. The Warriors shot 43 threes, made 15 of them, so shot worse than you guys from three, 35%. Right. They shot 44% from the field. To me, their two-pointing, their two-point shots are mid-ranges. Their floaters were better. Jordan Poole, Curry, Klay Thompson, and Wiggins all were able to give them some of that. Mm-hmm. So for them, they played an eight, a nine-man rotation. The elites had nine minutes, had a donut over two. Mm-hmm. Gary Payton, the second. Five points, four boards on two for three shooting in 10 minutes, so not much. Right. And then Kavon Looney, or I'm going to go with Poole first, 21 minutes for him, 14 points on six for 13 shooting, took advantage of some of that drop coverage, two for seven from three. I thought he was much better. They got double figures from him on the road, which was big. Kavon Looney, six points, but 11 rebounds, four of those offensive rebounds, three for four from the field in 28 minutes. They had 16 offensive rebounds to year 11 and total rebounds, 42 to 55 in favor of the Warriors. So, again, we talked mm. about rebounds last game in favor of you guys. The mm. rebounding battle again. If you double-digit plus advantage for a team, you're usually going to win. The Warriors got the rebounds tonight. And as for the starters, Otto Porter only played 15 minutes, two points, 0 for 2. Draymond Green, 33 minutes, 1 for 7 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3, two points, nine rebounds, eight assists, though, four steals. It's. I don't think he's gonna. If he continues to play like that, you're not gonna get this performance from Curry every single game. Even though he's had no bad games in the series yet, but Draymond, I still think he's gonna have to be better if they want to win the series. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's why I think um, Steph will get a Finals MVP in a loss. But because you got one guy that's uh, that's been kicking ass, but you know his team isn't good enough because what you just said, like you're not you're not gonna get anything from Dre. But see that that's that's the thing, like. They're going to have to really st- – when they go uh, – Monday's game, when they're back in San Francisco, 
they're going to really have to stay on Clay and uh, what is it? Stay on Clay and Dre like white on rice. Because if those dudes start to heat up at home, Dre on Dre, white on rice with Dre, you can give them all the space in the world. The, re the reason I know, I know, but the reason why I say that Dre and Clay, they're they've both been playing having bad games. This uh, they both had a bad series, but going home, being back in San Fran, I see those cats heating up, and I see those cats. You know, they they could do something if you don't stay with them. You you never know, but I think my I think Boston will have that type of. Uh, well, I'll get to that when you when you're ready for it. All right. As for the final Warrior players, the big, uh, the big, or the I don't want to call them the big three, but Clay, Steph, and and Andrew Wiggins, the three best players for them tonight. Clay, 41 minutes played, 18 points on seven for 17 shooting and four for 10 from deep. The fourth quarter was really where he had eight of them, so he had a big time fourth. Wiggins, same exact fuels. Seven for seven field goals, uh, you know, percentage seven for 17, exact same as Clay, two for six from deep, but 17 points and 16 rebounds, along with his defense on Tatum uh, and guarding the best players all the time. It's like he's just been so consistent in these playoffs. Another huge game, he's just been awesome for the Warriors. And then, the about, man, was that Wiggs you were talking about? Wiggins. And then yeah. the main man himself absolutely willed his team to victory tonight. One of the best finals games that he has played maybe the best was unbelievable 43 points 10 rebounds four assists he did turn the ball over five times but 14 for 26 in the field seven for 14 from deep his three-point percentage and efficiency on the volume of attempt that he's taking is unbelievable right. eight for nine from the line he got to the basket too he did it all Steph Curry, give it to me, man. Even though, as an opposing fan, that had to have been of like a, a little bit of a humbling moment. It's like, damn, well, look who we're playing against. I mean, it kind of was, man. Like when he started, when he started, when he started going at the crowd, and you know, Steph usually talks shit like that, talk shit, and he'll talk shit to like himself or yeah, talk, but not like talk, that, but not like that. Like he usually don't bark at the crowd like that, especially like an opposing crowd. Like he'll he'll bark at his crowd like that. He'll bark at the crowd in Oracle or San Fran like that. Shout out to Oracle. Shout out to Oakland. They should still be over there. It really, really sucks how they keep – Oakland keeps losing their teams. I hate that. But, you know, he was doing his freaking thing. You know what I'm saying? He was on a whole nother deal. But I got a question for you, man. This is this is uh, something I want to ask you, Don. Were you one of these people that said that he – what is it? His – finals or his career isn't 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 is it going to be complete unless he had a finals mvp or a dominant finals a finals performance say that again were you one of those people because there was a lot of folks saying before this series started that um that was the major knock on steph like steph you know steph is so good but you know he's never was a finals mvp when his team won before uh kd got there or after you know, it was KD's team when uh, when when KD was there. You know, Steph. You know, did a whole lot of stuff in playoffs or regular season, but never in the finals. He needs to da 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 da. da. Were you one of those people? No, man, not at all. I've always given yeah. Steph Curry the credit for that 2015 ring, um, but I do think that he, you know, a, another ring as the consensus best player after the whole KD thing would be huge for his legacy. I really do. I don't think it makes or breaks it, obviously, but it would be huge to me if he wins this series. I mean, so far, this is the best finals of his career. He's played well in every single game. So I got nothing to say. He's been unbelievable. And the fact that you even said that he could get a, a Jason, 
uh, a Jerry West treatment from you know getting found in a loss. I never believed that should happen. Jerry West himself doesn't stand by that, but that just is a testament to how amazing he's played. So, I guess my final question before I want you to plug yourself, give me your thoughts on game five. Is it a must win for you guys? Because I think it's a must win for both teams. The Warriors need to win because they don't want to go back to Boston for an elimination game. But you guys should win because game seven on the road in the finals. I know the 69 Celtics did it. Now the 74 Celtics did it. But man, the, you would be, you, Clay, Steph, and Draymond would be losing a game seven at home in the finals for a second time. They would obviously be the only franchise to do that twice. And that would not be a good look, man. Yeah. I just don't see it. You're, you're 1000% correct. I think that uh, this game now, now, I didn't treat game four like it was uh, was a game seven, but I damn sure will treat game five like that because you do not want to have to go back to San Fran for that freaking game seven. Because if you go back to San Fran for that game seven, you're going to have to play the refs and them. You know what I'm saying? Now, you already got to go to San Fran, uh, so rip the Band-Aid off right now, play them on Monday. That game you have to do. Then you're going back home. You for real don't have to go back to them. Uh, uh, go back there Sunday for a uh, Father's Day. You do not have to go back there Father's Day. You are not down in this series. You are not down. You are literally tied. You have to win this game. Like I said, I'm trying to plan a uh, second NBA Finals live watch party for my for my show High Off the Glass. If you guys can see the uh, see the thing right there, boom! Check it out. The show High Off the Glass is really is really dope. It's on YouTube wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're gonna have a second watch party. I told the uh, the general manager there this is what I think will happen. Seas will win in six. I told him um, I thought they would lose. Yeah, thought, th told him I thought they would lose tonight, and then uh, what is it? Win Monday and then win a Thursday. But I changed my mind, and I shouldn't have changed my mind because I was right in the first place. But then we blew this game tonight, so it's a bunch of crap. So yeah, I really think this thing is over uh, Thursday. Next Thursday, this this will be over. Game six in Boston. Boston will celebrate their first championship since two thousand eight. You know, they will add uh, their 18th banner. They will go ahead. They will go ahead of the Los Angeles Fakers and harmony and everything right will be restored in the basketball world. That's how it goes. Plug yourself, man. I'm excited for game five. Thank you, man. Uh, yo, my name is O the Great, O-T-H-A Great. My show is High Off the Glass. Uh, like I just mentioned, we talk cannabis and basketball. I love basketball. Uh, that's why I talk with my uh, my homeboy Dime here. It's the greatest sport in the world. I love it. I, I breathe it. I speak it. Um, I do everything I can do to it. Cannabis is the best plant in the world. There should be no stigma associated with a plant that gives us so much energy and life and literally has health benefits for us. So I just try to normalize uh, the use of the plant. That's why I talk about it on my show. And that's why I talk about basketball. So if you guys are into that, subscribe to it on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, man, high off the glass. The is spelled T-H-A. Appreciate you, it, man. Thanks so, for, for joining me again. Thanks to all the people in the live, guys. Make sure to comment on the video after it's over for the algorithms, please. Make sure to leave a like as well. But don't forget that comment. Appreciate you guys. Probably be live. I Actually, I'm not going to be live on Sunday, so I'm going to have to be live on Monday. My sister's graduating this weekend, so plans. So I'll be live on Monday to talk about Game 5. Appreciate it. Have a great night, everybody. Make sure to comment. Peace.